Hey everyone, we're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks. Hey friends, today we want to grab drinks and chat all about self-care. The concept of self-care is something that we all want, but it looks a little different for everyone. And sometimes you need ideas to get you out of a rut, stop you from overworking like us, and maybe even push yourself to do something you want to do, but have been hesitating about. So Brie, what are you drinking today? Hey guys, well, I am drinking, if you're watching a fun video, you can see my Killing It mug. Um, I am drinking a homemade latte with my new Nespresso, which I'm obsessed with, and flavoring it with just a touch of cinnamon and sugar, which is just so comforting and great for this convo. Yes. What about you? I am sticking to the self-care trend today, and I got one of those <laughs> bottles of water that has like the timestamps on it. And yes. I'm actually, I'm pretty good about drinking water. I feel like I always have some sort of liquid, but water is one of those. This one just allows for me to prioritize water over everything else in my office drink fridge. <laughs> Do you feel like it, like with having the times on it, like it's forcing you to, like it reminds you to drink it? Yes and no. I, I've noticed cause I've had it for like a couple of weeks now and I have been beating it so it's kind of a, oh, well, like a, a goal of mine to not ever be behind um, okay. even if I start late I'm still beating it by noon which is fun I think the one thing that I've liked about having this is I'm not getting up and down to go get water all the time oh. like it's eliminated that break in my work of like okay. oh I'm working on this but I'm thirsty and I want more water so now I have to get up and go get it so that has been the biggest benefit to me for it because it's so big. Because it's so big. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I guess, is it a half gallon? Maybe a gallon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. <laughs> it's huge. Nice. That's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's talk about self-care. I This is like one of my favorite subjects ever. I love talking about self-care and mental health and all the things. So let's start with like, what does self-care mean to us? You want to go first? What does it mean for you? Yeah, for me, it's a lot of, well, obviously taking care of yourself, but I think I get so caught up in the like moving of life of I've yeah. got to do this. I've got to do that and not taking time to just rest or really recharge myself. But recharging myself is very different than like entertaining myself. I almost feel like. So for me, I need quiet time not not quiet time. I need time where my brain's not running. And for me, that is quiet time. I do. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. I get zero. I it's choice. It's out of choice because I could totally have quiet time. I love watching Netflix like any and all times. There is some kind of audio thing going on in the background, whether it's music or podcasts or Netflix. I do that. So but that is part of my self-care of. Yeah. Of like unwinding and not thinking. I just like to not right. think sometimes. I think that's part of it too is like, so I'm like, yeah, you need like quiet time. <laughs> but I think that's kind of like immediately shows the point that like self-care does look very different for everybody else. Yeah. Right. So like I have to have quiet time every single day. There are many times throughout the day. I'll even like, since we've had that conversation a few weeks ago, 
I was like sitting at my desk working and I realized that I had been working like without music, without a podcast, like with nothing, just in the quiet. And I realized it and I just started laughing and I texted you and I was like, I've been working for like two hours with zero sound. (laughs) I think I said like, I have no idea what that's like. (laughs) So (laughs) it like just proves that like self-care does look very different for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I too, a lot of my work is podcast production. So it's audio based and I'm hearing something while I'm working almost, I'd say like 75, 80% of the time I am listening to a client's audio when I work versus the times when I'm not. And those are like small tasks where I'm making graphics and I have Netflix on in the background and it's never new. (laughs) It's always, I've seen the shows a hundred times. Oh yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't work if I had like, I have to listen to this Netflix episode or something. It has to be something like Gilmore Girls that I have completely memorized (laughs) it makes me think of um I was talking to our friend Natalie Frank shout out to her because she also has a book coming out so you guys go and we'll leave a link to that and everything we're so excited for her but anyways I brought her up is we were having a chat one day and her and I both have a Peloton and we love it and she mentioned that like she'll have she'll be on the Peloton and which is like a very interactive thing not only are you like (laughs) exercising but like you also have the instructor going so she'll have the instructor going and everything and she'll also read a book how does she do that I I don't know (laughs) I don't know my brain broke when she told me that I was like I I, my brain would break if I attempted to do that I just it would be on insane overload (laughs) absolutely I like I thought about getting a walking desk but I don't think mm. like I struggled to text and walk at the same time. So I don't think I yes. could walk and work. Like I would either get motion sick or fall over. Maybe same. we'll see. <laughs> I, w- I love the idea of it. And everybody's like, Oh, I walked this many miles and you just go really slow. And I'm like, that sounds great. But I feel like I bounce when I walk. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I would get motion sick or like a headache or something. Cause my eyes are trying to focus on like, text or something I don't think I could do it yeah I have a like a a desk bike that I don't use maybe I'll pull that out and try that before I look at getting a walking desk (laughs) I think that'd be a good idea yeah good plan (laughs) so yeah um for me like what self-care means I mean yeah it's the same it's it's I think it's taking the time to pause and recognize that hey I need to almost like slow my brain Mm -hmm. is what I feel like it kind of comes back to is like, I'll tend to like just run and run and run and like do things or then, and just, you know, keep going. And it's like recognizing that like, Hey, I need to slow down a little bit. And so like, we'll get into like different things that we do for self care. But I think that's like, for me, kind of what it boils down to is just like, just slowing down it doesn't necessarily mean like completely stop and ignore everything but just like recognizing that like hey I need to like slow it down a little bit or I'm gonna burn out or like overwhelm is gonna be too much or I'm gonna get anxious or something so just kind of recognizing that within myself of like hmm you pump the brakes a little bit (laughs) yeah absolutely I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) I feel like a lot of our (laughs) listeners do too because yes it's so easy to just go, 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 and not take that moment to actually sit down and say, okay, I, I can sit down and not do anything for an hour 
and it's not going to break anything. Right. So, like, and I think that's something, you know, we talk about like societal, which we need to have another episode on just like societal expectations on women and even just the expectations that we put on ourselves and all of these different things with all of the roles and responsibilities that we have in our lives. And, you know, recognizing that I need to find a moment for myself and making that a priority. And I know like we'll get into it, but like there's different seasons of life and maybe you're traveling or starting a project at work and things are crazy, or maybe you've got kids, like there's different seasons, but I think what happens too often is we don't force ourselves to find time, just a moment for ourselves. Because I think it really is like a matter of like forcing it sometimes, like asking Mm -hmm. for help if you need, you know, a break from something, even if it's just, you know, half an hour. I think sometimes we don't want to ask for help. Like asking for help is not easy. It's not for me. And, you know, by having this conversation, I think maybe hopefully we're helping someone realize that like, yeah, I do need to ask for help. And maybe we need to start a thread in our Facebook group about like that. Like, how do you ask for help? Or like, where do you need to ask for help in your life? So you can have 10 minutes to yourself to just breathe. Because I think when we push ourselves to the limit is just when we have, I mean, we all have either had it happen to us or to friends that are really close to us where they just hit that breaking point and something terrible happens. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. <laughs> so I think one thing we want to kind of talk about too is that I think, I don't know, do you feel like sometimes there's this stigma around self-care that like it costs a lot of money? <laughs> yeah, I actually, when we were preparing <laughs> for this, some of the things I wrote down, I was like, I like broke it down into my free things and then the things I spend money on. (laughs) Yeah. I found like the things I do most often are the free things. Like those are the things I always fall back Mm -hmm. into because even the things that cost money, there is a whole other level to it of, okay, but is this self-care in the sense of I have to plan to budget for it? I have to plan, like, do I have to get over this? guilt that I'm spending money, especially with what I spend money on. Um, do I have to get over this guilt of spending it in order to find that balance or find that time or that, you know? Yeah. So I think there are levels to it, but no, you do not have to spend money to have self-care. You can. It's funny <laughs> that that's become like a thing. Uh, yeah. You don't have to, but also you, you totally can. And sometimes I think you should. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, self-care to me, is going on vacation or day, date nights even, yeah. which is, you know, typically, obviously date nights. You can go on solo date nights. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with somebody else. And I think it's that like you don't have to be extravagant if money is tight. But we also know people that never prioritize this. We both have friends and family members and different people in our lives that we know that like don't prioritize this at all. And we can just as a friend kind of tell like, eh. There's a little bit of stress there from not doing that and not taking care of yourself in that way. So I don't know. We are we are big vacation advocate gals. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we dive too far into the vacation aspect of it, I do want to say like I think a lot of times the people that I know that are not prioritizing their own self-care are people who don't realize that they don't need permission to or they don't know that they 
that it's a thing they can do. Like just doing something that you enjoy is self-care. Even if yeah. no one else enjoys it, doing something alone is self-care. You mentioned mm-hmm. solo dates and there's this influencer from Australia. Her name's Brie. I don't huh. remember her last name, but she posts like um, an Instagram reel every week. And it's like, hi, my name's Brie. And every week I take myself on a solo date. And then she walks you through what she did to give you ideas. And it's like going on I a picnic, that. reading a book. And so this year... Um, I was like, I'm going to do that. And I mean, I definitely have not done a weekly one, but I will go. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is like antique shopping. And I've, mm. I never spend money when I go antique shopping because my house is not made for antiques. I like seeing all of the like old collectibles. I'm a collector. I have far too many collections of things, but I love seeing like basically what generations of people have collected and seeing it displayed yeah. in antique shops. And that's just like something that is really random and really weird, but I find fun. And so I will go do that for myself sometimes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's cool. I think I, lo- I need, need to go find this girl. We'll have to link her in our show notes because I want to yes. follow her for inspo for solo dates. Yeah. I think there's so many different ways to do it. I mean, we both love it going on vacation I think there's things that you can do that are like budget friendly and even like a staycation, you know, or Mm -hmm. driving somewhere close. Like that's one of our favorite things to do is like go on a road trip somewhere. But I also love going to a fancy resort and going to the (laughs) beach, like, you know, so yeah, I don't, I think there's like lots of different things you can do there. Yeah. I love, obviously our, well, Our listeners don't know me that well, probably. (laughs) Some of them do, some of them don't. But I also love going on vacation. It is, that is probably my number one self-care priority is vacation. With vacation though, I also, there's a lot of stress that goes into it for myself in how I'm running my business currently. My goal is to not be in this position forever where I'm like, you know, hustling for a week before vacation and then hustling the week after Yeah, because you have to prepare in that sense. And I think even in corporate roles, like even if you're not a business owner, you still have to do stuff like that. And it it makes it hard to want to be on vacation. Mm -hmm. But I was talking to my husband the other day and I was like, I took 12 vacations last year or 12 trips um, between work and travel for fun. And some of my work trips were like to see you for our Mm -hmm. retreat and to plan this podcast. And yes, those were work, but they were also self-care. Like it's a big project that I want to work on. And I was like, I don't think I can do that this year because there was a lot of stress in the week before and the week after. So we're looking at like 24 weeks of stress (laughs) that went into it. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I've talked to my husband about this and I mean, yeah, it's definitely something like whether you're an entrepreneur or corporate or stay at home mom or whatever, yeah. like there are things you have to prep. Like with him, it's like, yeah, he's got to like try to close out certain things or like hand off projects or whatever. And then when he comes back, it's like inbox is overloaded. And that next week he is like maximum stress. Not that it's not worth it and he looks forward to the vacations and everything but there are 
there is a lot of give and take there. Like I was talking to a friend and she was going out of town and she's got four kids. And so like prepping everything for that and like making sure they all have their uniforms that they need and like food and emergency contacts and all of the different things that go into it. So love vacation, but yes, there is, (laughs) there, there are like things that you just have to prep for it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I will say one tip if you're like, um, you're wanting to ease the stress of vacation is when it comes to planning, I actually have set aside outfits that I only take on vacations and they're based on like, am I going to a conference? Because if you see me at a conference, I am likely wearing the same thing you saw me at the last conference you saw me at (laughs) on all beach vacations, same outfits. Like I know what I like to wear on vacation and I take those if it's like a city. We just started exploring cities, so it's a little different. I'm like, I get that stress. But that's my biggest tip is just have a vacation. It doesn't have to be a separate closet. It can be a separate section. But I literally wear the same outfits You every always know vacation. what to grab to yeah. pack. <laughs> yeah. It's yep. the easiest thing for me now. So, like, even when I came to see you for your baby shower, I packed in under 10 minutes. Like, nice. I just knew I got this sweater. I got this sweater. This is my cold weather closet. (laughs) (laughs) Which is necessary for visiting Brie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay. So why don't we kind of go back and forth and sharing, you know, about different things that we like to do for self-care. Yeah. You go first. Okay. Well, first I will say that like it looks different in every season. And I was actually talking to my therapist about this because I was kind of like beating myself up. I was like, ah, like I haven't journaled in so long and I haven't done like meditation, which is something that I like really love to do for myself and doesn't take a whole lot of time and doesn't cost anything. And I just haven't made that a priority. And I'm like, and I find myself instead just like, when I could have the time to do it, I'm wanting to just like sit and chill and like turn on the TV, turn on Netflix. I usually turn on like new girl and scroll on my phone at the same time. And I was kind of like almost getting onto myself for doing that. And she was like, well, she's like, I don't, she's like, I think that's what you needed. Yeah. She's like, it's not, you know, that, you didn't need journaling and meditation or whatever, but like in this season with just different overwhelm and mental, mental overload on certain things, she's like, that was what was best for you in this season mm-hmm. is to just allow yourself to just chill and zone out and scroll and whatever. And that was how you took care of yourself and how you recharged. And so that was just good for me to hear. We just had this conversation not too long ago. And so I don't know if anybody else does that of like, kind of like, Oh, I should be doing this. Right. Like feeling like you should be doing a certain thing when you're scrolling or watching TV or whatever. I feel like those are two of like the bigger things that we tend to like, Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing something productive, but you know, acknowledging that like, no, this is a moment for me to breathe a moment for me to like, let, like, like you said, like, just let your brain just like not think about certain things. Yeah. And So that was good for me to hear because I'm definitely that person that would, while I'm literally sitting there doing the things being like, oh, I should get up and do this or I should go 
stretch or I should, I don't know, like do the dishes. I don't know. You know something. And so it was good for me to hear that, like, no, if that's what self-care looks like for you in this season, that's okay. Yeah. I like that she shared that because I, I used to love to read. Like I loved it. And I still enjoy picking up a good book and never finishing it. (laughs) Like that is, I feel like a running joke in my household is I will buy all the books and never finish them. Like I have a whole <laughs> shelf behind me and those are the books that I have not finished because I, I literally bought this bookshelf because I was like, Oh, it'll be sitting right out in the living room. I can yeah. grab it as I walk by. No, it's been sitting there for like four months and I've not done a thing. Like I've not read a single book on there, but for me reading is like, it uses my brain and that's not my self-care routine. Mine is right letting something run in the background and like you said scrolling my phone for fun just like checking out sometimes not having to work to read (laughs) as silly as that sounds yes I do still enjoy reading I just like to read half a book so hopefully the first half is the good part (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) I will say reading is definitely one of my self-care things but it is um, nonfiction books. Like yeah. it's no, it's fiction books. <laughs> yeah, they're not fiction. real. They're fake yeah. stories. <laughs> fiction. If it's something like that is nonfiction, that's like about self care or about taking care of yourself or you know about work or something like that is not my form of self-care that's like education that's like I don't know it just does not work for me but I do read probably every single day I always read in bed at night um just depends on how tired I am how much I read maybe it's a chapter maybe it's two pages it just depends but um that is something that I love to do and they're usually very dorky rom-com books and yeah so that's one of mine. <laughs> what about you? Perfect. Well, okay. So I'm in this weird season of exploring new self-care routines because I have like habits that I've gotten into, but there's nothing that I'm like, oh yeah, I journal every day or like a productive, yeah. um, impactful self-care routine, I guess is the, the thing I'm trying to look for and search for. So I definitely, with the with inspiration from this episode, I feel like that's my next step is I really want to find something, but my, like I have two go-tos and there's a daily one. And then like a couple times a week one. And my daily one is I actually love to cook. Like it does check me out, but also it feels Mm -hmm. productive. Like I feel like I'm either learning a new recipe without really having to think about it. Or I just love cooking. Like that is a form of self care for me. Yeah. Don't enjoy doing the dishes. That's a whole other, that's like a. Nope. Mm. <laughs> <Same>. um, <laughs> but I really, really love, love to cook. Um, and it's usually the same recipes all the time. And that's why I think I like cooking is I have like a library in my head of recipes that I can make without a cookbook. Then I have when I'm feeling more motivated, I will cook something new. But it's just, I don't know. I always have loved cooking. And it's my way of getting, being productive without having to think, I guess. Yeah, there's been times, um, I mean, I like cooking. I don't, it's not like 
top on my list, but I have noticed earlier last year when I was in a really busy season with work that it was very helpful for me because normally I, we typically like do a lot of meal prepping and mm-hmm. I'll make something that like will last several nights. But there was a couple weeks there during that season where I did like a very simple meal of like a skillet in a cast iron that you like put in the oven and whatever. And so it didn't take a lot of time, but I found that it like shut my brain off from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was like, okay, we're closing down the laptop, especially since I work from home. We're going upstairs in a different room and you have to like chop vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just something like very mind numbing, just whatever. But it helped me in that transition. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it because... I don't think I've ever thought about it that way, but I know that the second my hands hit the kitchen, like work's yeah. done because there's no motivation coming back from that. <laughs> so like if I'm like in the zone getting something done, dinner's going to be late because I know I can't come back to it. Even last night yeah. we were talking, you and I were texting and I was like, I'm going to take a break and go to dinner or go cook dinner. And did I get back to work after that? No, <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> Yeah, but I know you told me that and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I guess we do kind of have a lot to do, but eh. yeah, (laughs) I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you did it. (laughs) Okay. Cooking. Love that. So another thing that I like to do is go to the gym. I don't go super, super frequently, but we try to go at least on the weekends a couple times. I'll try to sneak it in once during the week. But for me, that is something where I feel most like my self, which sounds weird, but like, it's just something I love to do. I love to lift weights. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel empowered. I go and I lately I've been blasting Lizzo in my headphones and yeah, I just love to do it. So yeah, I need to get there. (laughs) I feel like I go through seasons of like enjoying working out and then not like, I will be like, Oh, Brie, I, every day, if I don't work out, I'm like struggling that day. And then I'll go on vacation and lose it. And I lose the motivation. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ugh, I need to get back into that because I feel so good when I do it. It's just like right. taking the step to actually do it. So maybe that's what I'll go into. I think sometimes there's like a pressure. I've talked to my sister about this of like that you have to do it a certain amount of times per week. Like if you don't do it like five days a week, like why are you even doing it or whatever? And just how silly that is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, again, like this, like pressure for no reason. Like literally for me, I'm like, Oh, I'm only going twice a week, but like, that's great. It's two times (laughs) more than I'm going. (laughs) It's better than nothing. And like, if that's two times a week where you're going and doing something for yourself. Yeah. Even if it's once a week, I think that's amazing. I think there's too much pressure to like, especially around the gym. It's like, you got to go all in or like, what are you even doing? Or like, you know, you've just messed up or like if you fall off, you know, and go on vacation and then you (laughs) are slower to get back to it. Like if you need to go slow to get back to it and it's one day a week, then that's totally fine. Yeah. I think there's, I I don't know why I feel like with the gym, there's too much pressure to just like be all in or not do it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think I fall into that. (laughs) It's so unhealthy. I don't know what it's gotta be gym culture or, (laughs) 
diet culture or something that's made us like <laughs> think that's a thing, but I, it's not, yeah. it is not. If that's you, it is not a thing. If you go once a week, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like you just spoke directly to me and I'm like, <laughs> just once, just once is fine. <laughs> go well, get a cute new gym outfit and go for it. <laughs> well, I will share my next one and it's a daily. It's not, no, it's not a daily one. It's a like couple times a week one. And I love baths, like taking a bath. Mm, It does not like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you have to have this soap and this thing. And I have to have a glass of wine. I can literally pour a bath, draw a bath. Is that the right word? Draw. Yeah. I'll draw a bath. (laughs) It can be just the water. And I am set. I'm so happy being by myself for 40, 45 minutes and like, I can be in there in quiet. I can be in there with TikTok on my phone with, it's usually Netflix though, watching a Netflix (laughs) show that I know my husband doesn't want to watch and he's watching his show in the living room. It is like, it is my time for me and it's usually right before bed so that I'm like, okay, relaxed, calm, and now I can go to sleep. Super relaxed. I love me a good bath. I'll hit these two at once because I've already kind of talked about them, but journaling and meditation are things that I really enjoy doing when I'm in that season where it makes sense for my brain. It it is something that really like centers me. And like, I pulled out my journal last week because I was feeling really overwhelmed and kind of in like a, almost like a scarcity mindset with something at work Yeah, and recognized how journaling had helped me through those seasons before. And so I was like, okay, I need to pause for a second. And I think I was in the middle of a project and I messaged my assistant and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to peace out for 30 minutes. I'm going to go get my head on straight. And I came upstairs and grabbed my journal and did that for like half an hour. If that, if that, and just kind of worked through some things and it, and it took me a minute, you know, to like, get into it and to it's for me it's just like a messy brain dump and then just kind of like affirmations and reminding myself of like okay cool if this situation happens here's what we're going to do about it you know or whatever it may be and it really just helped me get centered again before I went back to what I was working on and that's something I've noticed like journaling before like if I'm having a difficult moment with I don't know, a relationship or something at work or whatever. It's a good way for me to process things as well instead of like venting to poor Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the venting, but I I get it. I don't meditate or journal. I do. I've tried meditate. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I've it's like been the right mo- thing for that moment, but it's not always, so I don't prioritize it. I have yeah. noticed like a deep breathing exercise. I cannot yeah. remember what it's called. There's like a word for it where it's like four uh, seconds of a long breath in. You hold it for four seconds and then yes. long breath out and hold it. Box breathing. Box breathing. That's what it's called. I mm-hmm. have found like even it's so funny because when the people deep breathe around me, I'm like, are you annoyed or something? Like that is my immediate thought. Like Steven does it. And then he turns around like, I did it yesterday. I sat down on the couch and I just, but I just like let it all out through a breath. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just stressed and I needed to do that. 
like why Mm -hmm. I don't know but it felt good and so I found like those deep breaths do help me to kind of calm Mm -hmm. down especially when I feel like there's a hundred things running through my brain that I have to do and need to get done but I do think meditating to an extent has helped me in the past it's just not something that's like a immediate thought of oh I'm stressed I need to take care of myself let's meditate well, and I will say, like, for me, for meditating, I can't just, like, plop down, sit there, and just zone out. Like, I have to do a guided meditation. Yeah. Um, is how I do it. So I use my Peloton app. Um, I also have the Calm app. Like, something where somebody's kind of, like, walking you through it for – and start with five minutes. Like, that's what I did when I first got it started. And then, you know, you can work your up to longer or stick with five minutes if all that's all the time you have. But I definitely can't just, like, sit there and zone out. That's yeah. a, no. Yeah. I've, I've only tried guided <laughs> meditation. I've never tried it. Okay. Just, I don't think I could. I like would have no idea what to do. I like the guided version. No. Um, I love the idea of it. <laughs> the whole like eat, pray, love thing where they, she goes to like whatever the outdoor lovely place in Bali is and just sits there and meditates. Like I love that idea, but I know my brain would yeah. have a hard time getting there. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you said you use calm for that. Calm and um, the Peloton app. Okay. Yeah. I was using um, the Shine app. They got bought oh, out yeah. by another company, but I really enjoyed theirs. So I need to look back into like, I can't remember if it was Calm or Headspace that bought them. Um, mm, I'm not sure. But I need to look back into that. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, okay. My next one is it costs money. I love to get my nails done. <laughs> I go every two or three weeks and it just, I feel like when I have my nails done, I've got my life together just a little tiny bit. <laughs> and like, there's definitely been seasons like where I didn't do them. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing it again. And I don't know. Yeah. It's just a nice, fun thing that I love to do. That is and I nice. love my little <laughs> nail lady who we chit chat about different things. And yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm on the opposite. I love having my nails done. I hate paying for them. (laughs) (laughs) That stresses me out. I'm like, how many things could I have bought with this that would have lasted forever and not two weeks? (laughs) And so I was doing my nails pre-COVID. Like I was going Uh every, I'm the person that like let them grow out and I would put glitter behind the, oh yeah. Like to make them last longer. Um, uh-huh. like on my actual nail and I was getting yep. my nails dipped every probably three weeks. If yep. Four was pushing it cause then they start cracking. But, um, yeah. I was doing that and then COVID hit and I had to like get them off myself and I was so upset about it. And then I just never, I think I've done them like one time since then. And yeah, that time I was like, oh, this is something to maintain. I can't do it. My hair's enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely stopped during COVID too. And then it took me a while to get back into it. Yeah. And I've probably been doing it for like a year now. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've thought about like taking them off too. And at this point, I'm just worried like my nails could be super fragile and thin. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go through that whole like period of what I don't know, whatever. Letting them it's heal dumb. and get <laughs> healthy again yeah I'm like at this point it's easier to just go get them done <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's your self-care so that's all that matters exactly you enjoy it yep yeah all right what about you okay so my next one is 
it can be free or it can cost money <laughs> is um, time with friends. I, mm. we talked about this in episode three where like about prioritizing friendships and I notice my, you know, mental health personality, it shifts when I'm not spending time with my friends. And a lot of that comes down to actually prioritizing that. And if you're not prioritizing it and it's part of self-care for you, you're not prioritizing your self-care. So I, I'm actually in a season where I feel like I have not prioritized those friends because I have been traveling for three weeks almost of I've not seen, I mean, I saw you obviously, but you were part of my (laughs) travel trip. And, but like even the week I was, or the nine days I was on vacation, I didn't talk to you. (laughs) It was like, I'd text you here and there, but like, I mean, I was focused on one thing. I was focused on my husband and what we were doing and where we were going and all of those things. But like, which is great. Yeah. But I'm also like, I miss, <laughs> it, sounded, sure? it sounded awful when I said that. <laughs> I loved my time on vacation with my husband. No problem there. Um. <laughs> uh, Steven. Steven, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed my time on vacation and spending time with my husband. But when you get back, you've realized like, oh, their lives have gone on. I have not talked to them in two weeks, a week, however long it's been. And I was traveling for work yeah. before before that. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to reach out to all these friends. I've got to, you know, make sure that I'm keeping up with those relationships because it will come to a point where they may feel disconnected from me because yeah. I've been so focused on other things in life. And I think that's really easy to do, but also like, yeah, you got to spend that time and prioritize them and yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and I, again, I think there are seasons too. And I, you know, I'm sure we talked about this in the last episode, but just kind of the friends that are supposed to be in your life and stay in your life are going to also understand when you go through seasons and are going to get mad at you or beat you up because you didn't reach out or didn't respond in a certain amount of time or something. Yeah. Um, I think that gets a little toxic. Yeah. So, but yeah, I understand. That was like my next one too, is like coffee with friends. And I do not have a lot of friends up here in Minnesota. I moved here just before the pandemic and was like starting to meet people and everything. And then I, everything got shut down obviously. And I feel like that kind of, any people you were getting close to, we all kind of like went back to our own bubble and the people that we were closest to. Right. And so, I mean, it's been a while now still, but I feel like I'm still not really like doing a lot of networking and doing a lot of events or anything to like meet new people right now. Yeah. Um, just not the season I've been in. And so I have a couple of friends here and that I'll meet up with. I'm actually meeting up with a new friend that I'm excited yeah. about soon. So I, I would say like, it definitely doesn't happen weekly. Like yeah. I try to do something at least once a month, you know, but even just like texting and being like, okay, we got to get something on the calendar or, or texting to just be like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I want to meet up and get coffee can also be helpful. But yeah, I love getting coffee with friends. Yeah. I coffee's not one that I do very often. I'll do brunch. Like I have one mm, friend that yeah. we 
back in, I guess it was the beginning of last year, we decided to start doing brunch monthly and it's moved to buy month like every other month now, but, um, we'll invite our mom sometimes and (laughs) it's, it's always fun. And then we used to do a ton of game nights Oh, fun. pre COVID. And then we had our little bubble in our neighborhood that would do game nights like every other Friday, pretty much. And Mm -hmm. we'd play board games and just have fun and still connect with people without like, you know. Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. Just relaxing. Yeah. No, that's fun. I love that. We have a couple friend that we will play games with every once in a while and it's or even my sister and her fiance will do that sometimes. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I do love a good board game. I'm <laughs> you gotta find good ones though, because there's not a ton out there that don't get boring after a while. <laughs> We, <laughs> right. we have like phase 10 as our go-to or um those Turn are the drinking games after a while <laughs> okay, yes. okay we're getting bored somebody make some more drinks <laughs> <Yeah>. basically <laughs> okay what's your next one um okay we talked a lot about travel earlier um that is one of our biggest ones but i think more so Exploring new cities is part of it, not just mm, yeah. like going. We've we've been, my husband and I have been known to go to the same place over and over and over again because we fall in love mm-hmm. <laughs> with it. Yeah. But we, in the last year, which is probably why we took so many trips last year, was t- we wanted to find new cities to explore. Neither one of us really grew up going to other places. Like it was always... Our family went to Florida. That was our beach vacation every year, usually the same beach. <laughs> and we did, I never went to cities or other states yeah. really outside of Florida. So I think that's one way or like the final expensive way that we, we try for self-care. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. great. I love it. Okay. I had two more I'll kind of wrap up at once, but like going for a walk when it's not yeah frigid outside I love going for a walk and just getting some sunshine on my face even if it's for just like 15 minutes it's Mm -hmm. like and I love to go uh, which might drive me crazy um, but like and not listen to anything (laughs) just walk and force myself um, to just like leave my phone in my pocket because I don't think I can leave my phone at home I'm just I get I don't know paranoid yeah I do too what if I trip and break my ankle I don't know (laughs) but like even like just turning it on like focus mode or do not disturb yeah is good and just go for a walk and then the other one is letting myself sleep in or take a nap without beating myself up I am not usually a napper I usually like have not been able to do it it's got to be like a special like a Saturday and we have like a big brunch and I'm all like you know, chill and not thinking about work or anything then. But uh, since getting pregnant, uh, it turned me into a napper. And it's really weird because I do not, <laughs> just have never been somebody to take naps. But um, who knew that growing a human would make you tired? So, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a napper and, either. I like, yeah. But it's not that I don't want to nap. It's, once I'm asleep, I'm asleep for the night. Like, yeah, it knocks me out, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I yep. can't wake up again. Right, yeah. I know. Same. And the last thing I was gonna say is like, I 
just acknowledging, and I think I'm, we talked about this a little bit, but just acknowledging like that there's seasons, mm-hmm. I think is extremely beneficial. And I know that I'm going into yet another season with having a kid. And, but then also like looking back on past years and going ahead that, and acknowledging that like, I typically go through several seasons in a year anyways of like, I have the time and energy to do this or I have the time and energy to do that. Or this is what feels good for self-care for me in this moment. Or this is what feels good for self-care for me in this moment. That's been very helpful for me for my mental health is just like, instead of, I think sometimes we can get in that habit of like, knowing like, oh, something really big with work is coming up and it's going to take a lot of our energy or summer is coming and kids are out of school. And so it's going to throw things off or whatever it may be. And instead of like kind of approaching those with a little bit of like anxiety or like, I'm not going to be able to keep up with my self-care routine or whatever is just going ahead and like looking at years past and acknowledging like, okay, yeah, I can see like last year at the beginning of the year, like was super, super crazy busy with work. And then I had like kind of a, this slower season where in August I was like, what do I do with myself? And then like September to December, I had 5 million things on my plate. So <laughs> I think that's also kind of helpful whenever we start to feel like frustrated because we're out of that routine that we want to be in Yeah, is acknowledging that like, we're going to find moments of different routines and different self-care things in different seasons. Yeah. Like one thing I really, really want to do is, um, take a pottery class Mm -hmm. that is not on the agenda right now. Like it is just not going to happen, but I know that in a future season of life, I will be able to do that. So I think instead of like beating ourselves up because we can't stick to a gym routine, right. Or a certain self care routine is just acknowledging that like, well, for me right now, self care looks like watching Netflix for 10 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I also think too, if you have the permission, availability, whatever role you play in whatever season of life you're in, if you Mm -hmm. can say no to things that are not self-care, I'm learning that because I feel like I get this um, in my business, this like shiny object syndrome where I feel like I have to do the things that everyone else is doing or I need to have a big launch every quarter or And I decided early this, it was actually late last year, that I don't want to do that. I don't know that I'm going to launch anything new this year outside of this podcast. I don't know that I'm going to introduce new services or anything like that because I'm at a place where I can't even imagine it in this season, in this day that I'm talking right now. That seems so far off because there's not capacity in my day-to-day if I'm Mm, focusing on growing my business with what I have and where I want to be. So I've, I've learned my, a form of my own self-care is just saying no, like, nope, you can't do that. Nope. You don't need to do that. Nope. Not right now. I think that goes in every aspect, whether it's work or family or friends or just things that you think you should be doing. Yeah. Just being like, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. And that's, and it's not to say maybe it won't work for me in the future, Mm -hmm. but like right now where I'm at, that does not work for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yes. Whatever that looks like. 
I love that. I feel like that's going to bleed into so many of our other topics, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yes, me too. Awesome. Well, this has been an amazing chat, I think. I enjoyed yeah. this chat. It <laughs> helped me a lot, so hopefully it <laughs> helped you guys too. Um, come pop into our Facebook community. We'll start a thread um, over there talking about self-care so we can you know, hear ideas from you because we want to learn from you guys too. Yeah. And yeah otherwise we'll see you back here next time for a new episode yay bye friends thanks for grabbing drinks with us today let's grab drinks is brought to you by bossy life co you can find show notes at letsgrabdrinkspod.com and if you enjoyed this episode we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app cheers Cheers, friends. friends